Hi, welcome to Christ Covenant Sermon Talkback. This podcast is a ministry of Christ Covenant Church in Atlanta, where our pastors and members dig deeper into the sermon and its text together. Our goal is to consider new questions and observations while looking at the passage so that we might more practically apply God's word to our life. If you have a question for our pastors, please feel free to engage our text to pastor line at 404-465-1737. Or if you'd like to find more resources from our church like this one, please visit ChristCovenant.com forward slash resources. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy our sermon talk back. All right, so here we are with a sermon talk back on rest. Yesterday, I had the opportunity. I'm sitting here with Jordan Coughlin and Jennifer McClish, and um, just felt the need after the sermon yesterday to to just take it a little deeper. Preached on Genesis two one through three and how God uh, worked six days and then uh, took a day of rest. And it says that He actually set that day apart. He made it holy to rest. And so um, just a few things that I, I think would be helpful for our church family and, and maybe others to, to go a little deeper on this idea of rest, uh, because I'll, I'll be honest, like preparing the sermon, it was that there were so many different thoughts and different ways that I feel like I could have taken that sermon and um, basically just tried to try to, you know, kind of give us some Going from Genesis two, there's obvious Sabbath that is in there with the six days of work and then the day of rest. And so it's like, okay, I feel like we need to deal with the Sabbath. <laughs> and then, and then you know, looking at the purpose of what the uh, the Sabbath or a rest is meant to do, yeah. and then and then trying to give some of those practical handles on you know how do we wrestle? Like, how, how does this actually look like? Yeah, um, it's a four part series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could yeah. have been. It could have been. It definitely could have been. And there were even more that and we'll touch on a couple of those things today. But um, but yeah. So one of the things that you know we were kind of discussing was th- this idea of of true biblical rest being rest in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it, it, it seemed to, you know, I pointed out a couple of verses in the Old Testament that was referring to Israel's Sabbath. And it was talking about how they 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 set the day apart to to uh, take a Sabbath in the Lord, or they yeah. it, they made it holy to the Lord is, is how it says. Yeah. Uh, and then the Isaiah 58 uh, verse that I pointed out yesterday was talking about how they are to take delight in the Lord on the day of rest mm-hmm. or on, on that Sabbath day. And so, uh, so maybe we'll go a little deeper. Jordan, I know you had some thoughts, and Jennifer, you as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I was, I was thinking while you were preaching how sin is a distortion of good things that God has given to us, right? Like sin is not a rival good, but it can only ever distort, you know, what God has created as good. And isn't that the case with with something like rest? Because it's it's a gift from the Lord, right? He, he's given it to us as a gift, as an invitation to, to rest in him. And, and what culture has done in so many ways is it's, it's taken its cue from, oh, rest is a good thing. And it's become in many ways this, this idol factory, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's become an idolatry where mm-hmm. now our goal is to retire early so mm-hmm. that 
we can rest indefinitely, right? Like right. live permanent lives of, of leisure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, how much of marketing and advertisement, you even described it, like right. is towards this idea of rest and relaxation and whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, even, even the whole like industry of efficiency hmm. and how that's catered to what? Well, it's like we get our work done so that we can do something else. Right, you know, right. Do something more. And like, none of it is restful no yeah <laughs> right <laughs> and somehow we're more you, tired right and exactly. more anxious. and i think yeah. that gets mm. to um what you were talking about we miss the purpose of rest mm. the invitation yes. of the lord is not just um to experience this physical rest or to entertain ourselves it's no we find true rest in delighting in the lord yeah. right mm-hmm. like when we, we actually trust in the lord that much like sleep like we go to sleep why well because god never sleeps right and so we can now lie down and we can sleep in rest and security because we know that the lord is you know over us and and he's given us limitations right like i had a pastor once who talked about like embracing the limitation of that that Mm -hmm. is sleep right Right. and so (laughs) it is an expression of humility for me to say every night at whatever time like I can't continue to work indefinitely. Yes. I must rest. Mm. Right. And that's actually a good thing because in saying that, I'm also saying I am not God, right? Like right. I, I'm not a God who never sleeps or never slumbers, um, but I do have a God. Right. You know, like and that. so much you can see God's graciousness in um, setting that example for us and in working six days and resting on the seventh and then even after the fall, and the people come out of slavery, and what does he give them? He gives them this good news of, guess what? There's one day set aside where there is no work. Like, what a gift that is. But that pushes us into all these areas where it's like, why do I resist that? Why do I, like, why do I not want to be reminded that I, one, am creature, I'm not creator, hmm. and that I my very existence is totally dependent on you know like we're creatures we don't we don't create our own food within our bodies we don't create our like we're not some kind of machine that generates its own rest you know like unending supplies of power mm-hmm. i mean we god has designed us to recognize at multiple points in the day i need something outside of myself to come in like in the mm. nature of food to fuel me why mm. because you're a creature and god is creator and the same thing with rest like mm. you're saying like with the sleep it reminds us that we're dependent and that we're not God, and that is good news because mm-hmm. if you were God, or if you, you know, if you're not the creature, if you are truly independent and it's all on you, then we're sure to fail. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And I wonder if I wonder if part of it is. I mean, I think the food analogy is a good is a good way to think of this because food is so tangible and it's so in front of us. You know, we consume it, and you you have right. to eat it. Um, with rest, it's like a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. it's a, it's more intangible. We we all know we have to like sleep at night, you know. And some people don't get enough sleep, or you know, some people are sleeping too much. But we all know we we sleep at night. But it's it's really intangible. Like when when did I get enough rest? Like your stomach tells you when yes, you ate too much right. food. It's like oh my gosh, I, right. I, I like overate, you know, right. or like I haven't eaten enough. Like I need to eat more. Uh, and so I wonder if part of it is mm. that mm. where yes. like with rest, it, it, you know, we, we don't necessarily like see the need for it. Right. And so, you know, and I was even thinking yeah. when you were talking, Jordan, just about, um, 
how, you know, our culture just pumps into this, uh, pumps into us this idea that time is money. Yeah. And yes. so if time is money, yeah. why do I rest? Like <laughs> right. all I have to do is like use my time in a way that I can make more and more money. Right. And, and if you actually like listen, if you follow that logic out, you, you'll, you'll think to yourself that I, it feels very uh, selfish. And, and it's also like, why am I, why do I have this endless search for money or for materialism or for whatever I'm after? Right. Why would I not take the time to stop from work and to rest? Mm -hmm. Is it because I'm just after more things or is it because I'm after more fun or more entertainment? And so, so I think it's just yeah. worth like thinking through that when a little I, deeper. Yeah, I, I think part of it is because it's actually a heart problem hmm. and right. we don't realize that. Right. Right. Uh, I remember Tally, my wife, gave um, a talk, one of the one on ones on rest. I remember reading mm -hmm. her her notes. And one of the points she made was, you know, we we live in a world that tells us time is money, mm -hmm. that we find our identity in what we do and what we accomplish and, you know, how, how well we perform for mm -hmm. people. Uh, but that the that world um, meets our disordered hearts. Yes. Right. Where oftentimes. I actually find my identity in what I do right, right. and how well I perform mm -hmm. and how efficient I can be. And and so when those two things collide, what happens is I actually have a heart issue of not being able to trust the Lord that he is my identity. Yes. And therefore I'm going to obey my Lord. Mm. And I'm going to I'm going to stop working and I'm going to actually seek to find my delight in him. Mm. And I think like we we quickly can go to what's wrong with the time management of our life. Right. Right. And so I have five kids. We have a busy full schedule. <laughs> and so therefore I hear a message on rest and I'm immediately go to, Oh, that's right. Hmm. I got to rest too. Right. right. So, all right, let, let me meet with Tally and let me figure, let's figure out where we can fit and rest into right. our yes. life and yes. into our rhythms. And, you know, and, and I think part of what we need to do in hearing a sermon like yesterday is evaluate not just our time management, but what's going on in my heart. That's right. That that resists making rest a priority and not just fun and leisure, all those things can be important and good, but like how can I actually rest in the Lord? Right. And and what is keeping me from resting in the Lord? And I yeah. think that that is a much better <laughs> motivation question for why we then you know want to change and grow yeah right um because i can change i can create more space in my life right and yet fail to actually obey the lord and what he's calling me to do right yes i think the, that's so good and i think that's part of what god is was <laughs> it's genius that he divine he um, designed us with these limits that had to observe these kinds of regular rhythms of rest just because of our physical bodies, but that always points us to our greater need, which has always been to be in fellowship with him mm -hmm. and this spiritual element. I mean, even in the garden before the fall, I mean, that was the beauty of it, right? And then of course, after the fall, like we mentioned, um, you see this whole history of humanity that lands you know, God's chosen people into this slavery. And you see that their whole value is tied up in the amount of um, bricks that they can make mm -hmm. and produce. Mm -hmm. And they're reduced to this very inhuman, um, you know, anti-God 
really understanding of what it means to be human. He rescues them from that. He brings them to the foot of Mount Sinai where he gives them this law, but that law is a gift. It frees them from this slavery. Like all of the law was meant to free mm. them from their slavery, point them um, to who he is and loving him and loving others, mm. um, but really to bring them back into this humanity, right? And mm. to um, make them in who, into who he uh, created them to be. But mm. they should have seen as we should see the Sabbath as a gift mm. because it's a mm. moment to remind ourselves. And you said that, I love that. It was like yeah. the Sabbath is not a law, it's a gift. Yeah. Right. I'm a rule, it's a gift. But again, setting it aside that we, our greatest spiritual need, our greatest need period as a human is to um, be in fellowship with God of the universe. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what so Jesus good. was uh, talking about when he said Sabbath is made for man and not man for the Sabbath. That's he, right. was, he was saying this is not a rule to follow. And I think that's an important mm -hmm. thing to 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 point out. And I, I, I dealt with it briefly in my sermon yesterday, and, and maybe we could talk about it a little bit here, but just the difference between Old Covenant and New Covenant. Because uh, I I feel like this is oftentimes not clear in many uh, many people's minds, mm -hmm. uh, and and what kind of happened with the new covenant and Jesus kind of bringing in the new covenant, um, and and then what's the role of the Spirit? You know, uh, I, I mean, there's just a whole lot to be said there, and and I think with Sabbath, it's another one of those things where um, you know it it was it was part of the law they were to follow it mm -hmm. and they had they had instructions to follow it however god was always after their heart yeah he, he always wanted it to be about their heart like he he always wanted it to be that they were taking a step back ceasing from work mm -hmm. and just reflecting on him and uh reflecting on his word and then also you know I, I think part of that was connecting with others and kind of loving your neighbor as yourself and, and doing some of that. And so that, that was, so there's a lot of similarities actually. Mm -hmm. It's just that when Jesus comes on the scene, he does fulfill the law and, and we no longer under the new covenant live by that law. We live by the spirit and we're given the spirit, which is, you know, so much greater. I was talking to my neighbor about this and he was, he, he just made the statement. He was like, how terrible would it have been to like live in the age before the spirit was given? Mm -hmm. And I mean, mm -hmm. we just have such a gift that like we're given the spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it, it is amazing, but it seems like we, we have this tendency to always go back to a law type mentality right. where, where we do this checklist thing. And this is getting kind yeah. of what you were saying earlier, Jordan, just about how it's, it's really a heart issue. Yeah. And, and I was, trying to make that point yesterday, you know, just sharing my story in yeah. Indonesia when I got in the hotel room and it was like, yeah. it was a heart issue that was going on. It was not a time management issue. Like yeah. you're, like you're saying right. it was really a heart issue. And I just had to come before the Lord and be honest yeah. with him. Yeah. And that kind of like started or restarted a, a, a new phase in my life. Well, you mm. could see them wrestling with it, even in the first century when Jesus was right there, um, where he said, like you said, that Sabbath is, um, was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. But also when he said that he was Lord of the Sabbath, mm -hmm. he didn't say he was Lord over the Sabbath. Like he was trying to wrestle control of it away from the Pharisees yeah. saying like, oh, you've made the rules. Now I'm here to make the rules. Mm -hmm. He's literally saying he's of the Sabbath, which I think is really cool when you think about like even the sermon last week on work, mm -hmm. um, that it is, you know, why is our work is actually 
kind of a form of rest because now we have been um, released from this demand on us to like prove ourselves and earn our salvation. Now we actually have Christ. We know what he's done for us on the cross. So now even our work um, has an essence of rest and freedom in it in that we do it out of a heart of gratitude Mm -hmm. and this freedom in Christ, like to your point about identity and really like Mm -hmm. what this, um, who we, now we know who we are and we know we have value. And so we work in that place, but then also on top of it, I do think he's still saying, but you also should take regular intervals of Sabbath to even remember further Mm. um, what what you enjoy yeah. as the redeemed right. of Christ. Yeah. yeah. Well, I lo- I love that that you ended with the that it's an it's an invitation from mm. the Lord yeah. to rest. Yes. I, mean, I, I I often say this when it comes to the Sunday gathering as well. If this is not something that you're doing a favor to the Lord mm. by coming. Right. You're responding to Absolutely. a gracious yes. invitation from the Lord. And what is that? Well, it's to find or to to remember that god defines reality right and the and the best place Mm -hmm. that we could be the the place where we're going to experience the most joy Mm -hmm. the most peace the most happiness and fulfillment is when we are in the lord right in when we remember what God has done and who he is, right. when we actually rest in him and remind ourselves like you, you did on that 24 hour retreat, like remind mm-hmm. yourself of what is right. true, that yeah. his word yeah. is the lamp unto your feet and light into your path. Right. You know, I've, I find that so fascinating. Like in so much of the Psalms, David in particular talks about delighting in the law of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Psalm one, yeah. Psalm 19, Psalm 119. And I think the spirit, this part of the spirit's work in our lives is to help us delight in the law of the Lord. Yes. That when the spirit is working in my heart, the 10 commandments, the law of the Lord is not something that I have to do. It's something that I love to do. Yeah. Why? Well, because that's what following the Lord looks like. Right. 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 And, and there's actual a growing delight in that. So I think, I mean, I think rest is one to apply, right? Because what this means is potentially delighting in the Lord when it comes to rest is giving up my, you know, fanciful pursuits of other rival pleasures and joys and yes. say, no, Lord, I'm going to rest in you. Yes. And and this is where I'm going to. It's like even delight. when you say like other, it always makes me think of um, just like God's holiness. And like you said, this is an invitation to remember. I mean, he says, remember and mm-hmm. keep it holy. And I think, why do I resist holiness? Um, it's just because I'm not mm. seeing it properly. I'm. Yeah. It's my disordered view of it. Holiness is actually what I long for the most. I mean, when when you're out in the world, like we're we're recording mm. this at the end of a Monday, <laughs> and you know, everyone's like, uh, it's a Monday. <laughs> like we had. I mean, just like where things are like working against you, and like it's so like, why is this so hard? And like whatever this other is that we desire that we wish life were it actually is god i mean he decide he he describes himself as holy holiness is this pure moral beauty that's so set apart from anything that we experience here on earth i mean that's what that's set aside right holiness yeah. what when we say it's set apart yeah. yeah it's set apart from everything that you despise mm. it is the beautiful thing so when god is calling us into that like why am i resisting that 
But then you start to see like, oh yeah, this isn't a checklist. This mm. is just following the Lord and where he's leading to really go to the place where, yeah, this is, I want to be holy. Mm-hmm. I want to be with God and his holiness. And that would fill me up. Yeah. What I love, I love, yeah. It, okay. We surrender to the Lord. We say, Lord, whatever, whatever you want me to do, whatever you call me to do, I would do. Mm-hmm. And then he responds with, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to weekly gather with God's people so that you can be reminded of the gospel. Mm-hmm. I want you to taste the gospel through communion. I want to see you to see the gospel through and experience the gospel through baptism. Yeah. And with rest, I, I want you, my, my commands, my laws to you is for you to take 24 hours to enjoy me. Mm. Right. To, to rest in the fact that I've completed all the work. Mm. Yes. It's like, oh. Well, why, wow, why would I say that? Why am I resisting this? Yeah, it, it yeah. is amazing. What am I doing? But I think it's also like extremely calming to the soul. Yeah, yes. and so that's why I kind of led in with all the stuff on anxiety and stress yeah. yesterday. That seemed so, to be yes. just out of control, like running rampant in our society today. Right, and it's and it's this restlessness of the soul. And so yes. there's just so many that's benefits. So right. I mean, not only do you like get to connect with the creator and just rest in the fact that he has things under control, but right. it, it just brings such a calm. And, and I, I mean, yeah, I would really like to explore more the idea and I'm not saying we have to do it here, but I'm just saying explore more the idea of Christians and, and followers of Jesus should have like stable, steady confidence mm. in the Lord mm regardless of what comes our way. And I get it. Automatically, our mind goes to like, what if, you know, my child passed away or something like the worst possible scenarios that you can think of. And, and, and some of those do happen, but most of us are are living normal lives kind of day in and day out. And yet we struggle to, we struggle to have this like stable, steady confidence in the Lord. And I think the question is like, what is going on there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, this, this, oof, there's a lot to <laughs> I know. say here. That's a can of worms. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe I opened up too much. Well, no, here, I mean, this is, a, I'm, I've been on this kick of um, reading books about technology mm-hmm. because I just feel like mm-hmm. this is one of the defining issues sure. or, you know, things that we're walking through in real time and its effect on us. And I, I've said this probably before on some podcasts, like, I think that largely the culture is moving the opposite direction from what God calls us to. Hmm. The culture is moving us to faster, quicker, Hmm. uh, more distraction, uh, quicker images, more efficient, where you look at and read scripture and what God calls us largely Mm -hmm. is to meditate. Yes. Slow down. Remember. Consider. Exactly. Remember. Behold. (laughs) <laughs> and and I yeah. think we just have to realize as Christians, wait a second, those things are moving in the opposite directions of one another. And yes. and so then, okay, why is it so hard for me, even when I create that time to rest, for me to pay attention? Yeah. Yeah. And I I and I <laughs> I would submit <laughs> that starting with my own life, it's largely because I've bought into the culture that is, I just need more and more and more and more and more and more and faster right, and faster right, and faster and faster and right. more efficient, more efficient, more efficient. Mm. And and I, I was listening to a podcast the other day and he was talking about how screens give this illusion of infinite energy. Mm. 
Hmm. Um, because we're we're staring at something that is artificially glowing at us. Hmm. Right. And and so it just it plays and toys with our minds that no, there is a time to put that away. Yeah. And and to just rest and settle right. and consider well, and, and sleep. It right? tempts <laughs> us to all kinds of it, like that we can know everything yeah. because we can just you know with a question we can find out the answer supposedly to anything that yeah. we can even i i feel convicted about it even with um you know find my friends the people who've um <laughs> <laughs> like my family you know like we You're let each other yeah, well, we let each other see our you know our location but i do kind of have this like temptation towards omnipresence like that i yeah. or that i can know where everyone is and then make a judgment as to how everything is going you know it just messes it pushes us into all kinds of categories that are meant for god alone and mm. not for us and i think like we need to take control of our technology not let it control us yeah. but even when we when you're talking when you were just saying that i'm also reading this book called um you're only human by Kelly Capick. Mm. And he pushes up against this saying that even in Christian circles, you think about how much when you talk to people about like the end of their day, you know, how their day is going, how we think in terms of like what we've accomplished for God. Mm. I mean, even in ministry, yeah. what did you get done? Yeah. yeah. Whereas God, he calls it, he specifically has things for us to do and calls us to faithfulness. But really what he calls us to is to love him and to love others. And he says, that is how you should be evaluating your day. Mm. And yeah, I think, you know, especially in Christian circles, we think, yeah, we should be doing things for God, mm. um, accomplishing things for him. And I've ever since I read that, I thought, I mean, it's just every day I catch myself thinking that way instead of seeing it as, you know, just faithfulness, I guess. Well, it isn't, yeah, rest is such a helpful evaluation tool right. because it's not like God says, Therefore, like, don't do anything, right? Like, right. we, we no. have a lot of yeah. high We're capacity to, people yes. in this church, people who are doing amazing things. Mm. Yes. And and so it's it's not that God is saying don't do those things, but like rest can be a good evaluator of like, but <laughs> can you put that down? Yeah. And can you rest in me for for a period of time? Mm. Right. Because I think for a lot of us, we would say, mm, mm. not yeah. not really. I can't really do that. Or to your point, you you think about this like I loved your your uh your point about like we can't bank rest. You know, yeah. we say, yeah. well, well, I'm gonna take like two weeks right. and six months from now, and then everything yes. will be better. Yes. Um, I just think that can be a really helpful evaluation of mm -hmm. okay, I can accomplish a lot, right? But am I able to put it down? Yes. Mm -hmm. And it also lets you know whether or not you're seeing it as God's work or your work yeah. for Him. Again that he's invited you into it, you're participating, you're being faithful, but if you can't rest, then maybe you think it's more you that's accomplishing these things and not God. Yeah. yeah. I, I did want to get to one more thing before we kind of wrap it up here. And that's kind of, you know, people are at different stages of life. Mm -hmm. And so rest looks differently maybe for different people at different stages of life. Mm -hmm. um, there's also more difficulty in carving out those times of rest. Mm -hmm. And this is not a time management strategy, yeah. you know, assuming that like you have the right heart posture towards rest, you really do want to delight in the Lord and, and, um, and, and, cons and consider that while you rest. But, but still, I mean, it's just a, it's just a fact, like there's different people who are just in different stages of life. Yeah. And so, mm -hmm. I, I mean, uh, some of those stages of life that I think that we can, uh, consider are 
you know, an obvious one is parents with young children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a biggie. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, how, how do you rest when you've got two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, <laughs> you know, however many little ones that are kind of running. Kids? Yeah. Yeah. Who has six kids these days, <laughs> uh, but are kind of running around the house and, and you're finding it difficult, uh, to, to rest or even with one. I mean, yeah. what, having having your first, you know, Slade and Emmy are about to have their first child, yeah. you know, yes. hopefully, hopefully very, very soon. And uh, how, how do you rest when you have that first child? Because it's just it, very demanding of your time. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, the parents of young children, there's also kind of the singles. Mm-hmm. So the singles is a whole different bird. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with this kind of like endless striving it seems to fill every moment of every day right and so maybe a different challenge there uh, I, I can also think of you know those who have jobs that are very demanding or, mm-hmm. or maybe you've taken on a large level of responsibility mm-hmm. and so you kind of feel like you always have to be on mm-hmm. and or, or maybe maybe it, it you do kind of live by the time is money mentality and it's like well I mean if I if I work seven days a week like I'm going to be making, you know, two sevenths. If I work Friday and Saturday, I'm going to be working two. I'm going to be, uh, sorry, Saturday and Sunday. I'll be making two sevenths more than what I would be making if I just worked Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. You know, and you kind of live by that mentality. And so just curious to hear from you guys a little bit um, and from all of us, just kind of on these different stages of life and and what what kind of sticks out to you guys there that might be helpful. Yeah, so good. yeah, I mean, I think with the young parents, we were t- we were talking before we were started recording. I, I we we have been in that season before uh, <laughs> with numerous yep. small kids, um, and then you know, my wife and I have been able to talk to a lot of young couples, and I would I would just say two things: one, um, you have to be convinced that the Lord has called you to do this, hmm. um, because like I was saying before, like you. If you look at the time thing, mm-hmm. it doesn't work out mm-hmm. because you're never, you know, your kids are never gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. They're always right, right, there, right? <laughs> right. And they're always waking up and they're always, right. <laughs> yeah, they always need something. And um, so you have to convince, you know, you have to be convinced that no, mm-hmm. there is, there's no exception mm-hmm. in Genesis or the Ten Commandments that like, except for young mm-hmm. parents. Mm-hmm. Right. You mm-hmm. work right. constantly. Right? right. Like you, you don't get any rest. Uh, doesn't say that. Right. Yeah. So, right. So we have to be convinced, but also it's going to look different, you know? So if you're expecting or hoping for what you had as a college student or what you had, like mm-hmm. as a married couple with no kids, you're going to be disappointed. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, it's right. not going to look the same way. Number two is that I think working together as a couple is mm-hmm. one of the most helpful things you can do. Yeah. Cause I've seen, I've done this myself. I've seen a lot of times where particularly for guys, they'll they'll want rest for their you know wives who have young kids Mm. and bear the you know a lot of the responsibility of just feeding and nourishing Mm -hmm. whatever right um but then they kind of also place the burden of figuring that out (laughs) on the way yeah yeah (laughs) who is tired and exhausted (laughs) right right And there's no wonder why problem. that's not a complication. <laughs> and I'm here to support <laughs> how you, you However you want to figure I, that out. Yeah, and that's exactly <laughs> it. I want to do whatever you need in order to get rest. Yeah. Stop, right? <laughs> and so now the mother who's tired and exhausted yes, now has yes. this burden to figure out what do mm, I need. Yeah. So all that to say, I think just having that conversation, I talk mm. a lot in counseling about 
try to put the problem outside of you all. So the problem's mm-hmm. not the the other person, ah. but hey, let's agree on what the problem is. Okay, the mm-hmm. problem is we're both exhausted mm-hmm. and we don't rest very well. Yeah. So, okay, let's both work together on what does it like approach. for you to get rest? Yeah. Yeah. What does it look like for me to get rest? Mm-hmm. And that I just think, okay, now you're working together towards something rather than creating this adversarial thing where neither of you are getting exactly what you want. You may not even know what you need or want. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet you're seeing the other person as the the issue or the hindrance to that. Yes. I also, I love that you said... Um, that you know you have to believe that there's no exception because i think also having been um you know a mom <laughs> in the midst of all this and um and matt went through a season of a lot of travel um like monday through friday so we had so it was kind of like i was the only one and the only parent and i remember being burdened by the like i should be resting i should be having time you know all the mm-hmm. i shoulds but there was a point where I realized that like, if I believe this, then I also have to see that like, cause what I really wanted was what we call me time, you know, where it's like, I just need to like have these kids in bed and be vegging out in front of the TV. That's what I need right now. Cause I'm just so exhausted. I can't think. So I would think I can't actually open my Bible and read and understand. I'm, I'm coming up with all these other ways to like give myself yeah. rest when like, the bottom line is if I only had a certain time of day and that was the time to really ponder who the Lord is and the gift of this life and all the things we've been talking about, that believing that that actually would fill me up more than watching my favorite television show. Mm. But also I don't say that and I, no one should be watching television mm. if they have children. You know, it's like mm. obviously we have this freedom to have enjoyment as opposed to taking full rest, but I did have to ask myself some really hard questions. Mm. Like, what am I actually believing mm. that Sabbath is going yeah. to fill me up or these other things will fill me up? Yeah. yeah. When we had uh, maybe three or four young ones at the time, uh, I, I remember I remember talking to this guy and I was I was talking about how taxing it was, you know, uh, with our with our young children. And I just and I he was a he was a, it was when we were overseas and he was in a, a fellow missionary and he was in in a a stage of life ahead of me and I just saw him as a very wise guy and so I, I came to him and I said um, you know it's just it's just been tough like I I just don't find myself in the word very much like each morning and um, you know I mean we just have young kids and like they wake up early. Mm-hmm. And I, I was expecting him to come back because he's this very gracious man. And I was expecting him to kind of like, you know, soothe <laughs> me you. in that. <laughs> yeah. You're right. And I'll never right. forget what he said. He was like, he was like, oh, Barrett, I mean, I, I I do understand like what you guys are going through. But like if if you want to spend time with the Lord, like you'll make time for it. And yeah. I was just it, it like hit me like a ton of bricks. Yes. I was like, yes. wow. Okay you just hit the nail on the head and I don't like it that you said that, but I needed <laughs> right. to hear that. Um, and, and I think, I, but I think what was going on is like my priorities were, were not right. Mm. And so um, I, actually, I mean, r- right after I had that conversation, it was very impactful and I don't even think this guy knew how impactful it was. Mm. But right after that, I, I started waking up like 15 minutes earlier and then I moved back to 30 minutes mm-hmm. earlier and then 45 minutes earlier. To where I, I've started this regular rhythm of like mm. I, I just wake up earlier than the kids, yeah. and often and for me like sleep I, I think had almost become an idol, 
at some mm-hmm. point because not because I wanted so much of it because but but I thought it was so important and I was having little kids and we were waking up during the night and stuff like that but I found out that when I started waking up earlier and actually spending time with the Lord I was actually more refreshed mm. yes. than I would be if I took that 30 minutes or that 45 minutes or that hour to actually get another hour of sleep yeah. and so it was it was a kind of a defining moment so so mm. part of it I I think is like no one is excused to your point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, rest is supposed to happen for all of us, but some of it is a priority issue. And again, I mean, yeah. it just comes back to the heart. Right. Like, where's your heart? If right. you're making it a priority, right. you will make it happen. Right. And to see that we are living in a cultural moment where, I mean, again, we can, technology is not the problem. It's our heart. Right. But recognize that the world with the, blending of or the blurring of boundary lines that used to be in place between work personal time you know all the things now it's all blended in there is a sense in us and i i think it said actually this was in that book um you're only human as well um but that we kind of panic when it's like that thinking i'm never gonna get to rest because i kind of feel like work and responsibility is blending into every element of the day and so then we, like you said, we're tempted to make it an idol and to grab it wherever mm. and to think we're not actually getting it when we are getting enough. It's just our perception. Mm. And But to to realize these things and to push back. And so now we have to draw our boundaries of, you know, not um, always looking to the phone for every yeah. downtime, yeah. like not just doing the, the obvious thing or right. um, I think too like when we're talking about different people like signing up for every opportunity or going on saying yes to every um you know fun element of enjoyment that's offered to us i mean there's just you have to be very conscious of what you're doing and recognize that it is up to you to to pursue the things that you know that you desire Yeah. yeah i had a previous pastor say the pace of the culture can't be the pace of the church hmm. um or vice versa right right and and so I just think that's really helpful because mm, yeah. we do we we yeah there there that those are two different things. Why? Well, because God calls us to something different than the mm. world says. Yeah. Um, God says no. You you need. I invite you to to take rest mm-hmm. to to stop to mm. cease working. Um, and I I think that's so that's so helpful. But yeah, I mean, I think to your point, Barrett, of like, there's all these different, um groups or people in the church like i think this is a great message to talk to your friends about yeah and mm-hmm. to really engage in okay what is this what does this look like both at the heart level but the also at the practical level because i i mean mine mine's just going down you know all kinds of different directions but like <laughs> i think you know i think because i think for single people it's a unique um it's a unique heart thing but then also a practical thing of like Mm. you know you may have more time in your schedule to do things but you don't have to and that could be part of the trust required in the lord of like you don't have to go to that party because god has called you to rest in him Mm -hmm. or you know you don't have to perform or do whatever have this exciting experience because you are obeying the Lord to rest in him. And maybe it's, you know, right. having a time of fellowship with a friend or reading your Bible or, you know, whatever. I think also, like, I love that the kids were in the message yesterday. Mm. I just think for like your your family with like school age kids, I think a good conversation is what are you teaching your kids mm. in what you do? Right. Because I know our family and, mm. you know, I imagine other families, like 
the the times of rest quote unquote are filled up with stuff mm-hmm. and it's all good stuff but it's right. stuff right and we're pri- we're we're teaching our kids about what sabbath is yes by you know having all these fun experiences that we go and right. do and like going on this trip and going right. shopping and right. doing the sports thing and you right. know whatever it's like it's all good stuff but I, again i just think like Okay, when the Bible talks about we are to, called to teach and train our kids, I think mm-hmm. this is part of it. Like mm-hmm. this is part of God's good commands to us. And it's like how we're how we're seeking to do that. Right. Um, and, and you can teach them, teach them in the positive that when we are, say, planning an activity, like I think sometimes of like going out on a, a walk as a family, like on a Sunday or like going on a hike or whatever. But like you can even do that in a way that's not just pure pleasure, but is also truly enjoying uh, who God is and yeah. the, the gift of, you know, healthy bodies in that moment to go out and enjoy his creation. I mean, that doesn't take much to just disciple your children in that direction. And yet you're still participating in a very enjoyable, like fun mm-hmm. activity. Mm-hmm. Right. I think, it, yeah, it's that, I think slowing down is probably a part of it. And yet so many of your like application points at the end of your message were mm-hmm. kind of hinting at that. Like it's right. It's not as much about the activity. It's about like, okay, what is, what are we slowing down to actually enjoy and consider right. mm-hmm. and and delight in? Mm-hmm. And and that's that's so important. Well, guys, this has been great. And I, I mean, I honestly feel like we could keep talking for another <laughs> two hours on this topic. Um, I've, I've got other things written here that we could go into on the topic of rest. But uh, I do hope that, you know, our community groups this week are going to are going to keep uh, keep discussing this topic of rest and and uh, that we would take this seriously, you know, and just see what the Lord would have us do. So, um, yeah, for Jordan Coughlin and Jennifer Klish, I'm Barrett Fisher. All right. You touched it, not me, dude. I was like, please tell me it recorded. I was like, I, just I know. Thought, I was like, I just what thought if it the didn't, same, I just thought the same exact thing. What if it right didn't in. record that whole time something happened? That would suck. It was a great conversation. Yeah. I was, yeah, yeah, I was for, convicted. Thanks, I know, right? Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. To uh, talk about it, Once again, thank you for listening to the Sermon Talkback podcast. If you have any other questions after listening, or if there's anything else you'd like to discuss with one of our pastors, please don't hesitate to engage our text pastor line at 404-465-1737. And once again, if you'd like to find more resources from our church like this one, please visit ChristCovenant.com forward slash resources. Thank you and have a blessed week.